0: Hello, everybody out there. Before we uh, start this episode of RMP Radio, I just wanted to uh, preface by uh, saying that we had a little technical issues uh, towards the beginning of the conversation here with uh, Kip Rascal. It was just a minor little thing. Did the uh, best I could do to splice the interview all back together. I think we'll uh, get it still, get a good listen, and hope you guys all enjoy. So, uh, on with the show of Rocky Mountain Pro Radio.
1: Yeah, it's Cash. Get DJ this McGuire, this hot as a log fire Spark the lighter in the 303, we wrestle at the quarry Golden, Colorado, Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy Elevated Wrestling, yeah Hashtag follow if you know the motto Can't stop now, got the need for speed Combustion and concussion, championships in my vision I put the key in the ignition Such an easy decision, I got a hustler's ambition Wrestling at its best, welcome to the show I put on for Rocky Mountain Pro Let's go!
0: All right, welcome back to RMP Radio. I am your host, Mister Fourth Row, and on this edition of RMP Radio, I have joining me uh, K I
1: Double P Kip Rascal. Kip, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm uh, doing pretty good, Mister Fourth Row. Pretty, pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing
0: damn fine myself. So hey, uh, like we do on uh, RMP Radio, we kind of. Uh, break or blur uh, blur the fourth wall a little bit get to know a little bit about the person behind the wrestler uh so uh, well currently um let's um first of all give a little if uh people are maybe uh breaking the fourth wall they're kind of following a little bit uh on social media and etc um you are currently on the uh, injured list uh, how's your uh recovery going so far
1: it's it's going all right it's actually going pretty well um like, I, I so I'm only 21, so it's one of those cases where, like, I still got a pretty good metabolism and, like, I'm a healthy dude. So, if I get injured, you know, even if something serious is my collarbone, like, it literally broke in half, you know, and the bone was sticking out and all that jazz, it was a pretty gnarly scene. But I'm like, I'm healing pretty good, and I'm healing pretty all right at a pretty exceptional rate. So, um, it's going well. It's going pretty good
0: all right and uh right now it's currently as this time you're recording you're about one week uh out of surgery is that correct one week and a few days
1: yeah yeah one week and a couple days okay
0: all right and uh what's your uh what's your doctor saying about prognosis time about um healing and uh getting back in the ring and all that kind of good stuff like that what are they what are they telling you
1: um Uh they didn't really tell me honestly anything it was it was really uh Going, going for the hospital and all the doctor stuff was, it was very stressful, oh, and yeah. I didn't get a lot of... You know how it is. I didn't get a lot of, like, uh, good understandings out of everything, but I think the basic idea is that I should be coming back within four to six months. Okay. Yeah, so...
0: And is that included a little uh, physical therapy and all that kind of stuff like that? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they,
1: they want me to do physical therapy, um, which... I'm, you know, I'm fine with. It. I'm not going to go for their program to do physical therapy though. I, I got my own program for doing physical therapy, because uh, this is this is my first time on the injured list. But so uh, I know I know how to like kind of go about doing that whole thing, you know. So I think once I kind of get in the, get the ball rolling with that, definitely four to six months, six months at maximum, I should be back.
0: Okay, cool. All right. And uh, so um, from that time, are you still going to be able to? Uh... At least uh, get some uh, promo work and stuff in with uh, RMP and oh, stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Tune in, Tune in uh, for Kipstock 2019. I don't know when this thing's airing out.
0: Uh, it's gonna I air out. It. It's gonna air before that.
1: So so. Yeah, okay. Plug that Kipstock 2019 baby happening Rocky Mountain Pro Charts. It's gonna be the biggest baddest event to ever happen in Golden, Colorado Jefferson County Fairgrounds. It's gonna be one hell of a ride, and there's plenty more to come.
0: Oh, well, there you go, people. Definitely make sure you uh, tune in. If you're not in the area, tune in uh, uh, to Charged uh, via Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Fight TV, etc. So yeah, definitely. I, I would concur with that. Um. So, uh, a little bit uh, behind the scenes. Uh, we were talking. Um, you grew up. Uh, uh, in the theater. Uh, realm uh, doing uh, performances in high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what?
1: Uh, what kind of fascinated you with uh, theater? Um, nothing. Honestly, nothing really like fascinated with me with theater. I guess it was just something that I knew that I could give a try. And it turns out that I was actually halfway decent at it. It was something I kind of just went on a hunch and was like, why not? You know, um, I, I, I auditioned my freshman year for a play called And Then There Are None, which is also known as Ten Little Indians. But And Then There Are None is the more um, more updated PC version of that name. Right. And so the uh, yeah, I auditioned for it and I was a freshman and uh, I got in and I got casted for a lead role. In my freshman year, which was insane, like it, it blew my mind, and I was the only freshman among other juniors and seniors to be part of that play. So um, I did that, and just just going off of that, I just kept the ball rolling. I, I did every play going out through high school, and so I think I did a total of uh, twelve plays in in high school, including like competition pieces and all that. So it was just it was just one of the things that like. I did off of a hunch because I I was, I was a, I was a bigger kid and I didn't like doing sports. I like playing video games in my grandma's basement (laughs) and, uh, and yeah, theater just kind of helped me open, open my eyes to a whole nother world. It was great.
0: Okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to shoot on you for a moment. You said that you, uh, you weren't any good now sitting on this side of the ropes, uh, with your promos (laughs) and Rocky mountain pro it's all right. Okay. So, uh, folks, sorry about that. We had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties. So, uh, Kip, I was uh, just going to – I was telling you, um, I was going to shoot on you for a second. You just were mentioning that uh, you felt like you were uh, no good in the theater uh, realm. But if anybody's been watching Rocky Mountain Pro, seeing your uh, promos there in the ring and outside the ring and etc. I don't know, I think they're fantastic, but uh, are are we just seeing a little bit of a product of uh, years of experience?,
1: uh, I appreciate that first of all <laughs> because every time I hear myself do a promo, it just sounds like mouth diarrhea. I kind of <laughs> just I kind of just go off sometimes. Um, but I guess, yeah, it's just I think it's been just like four to five years of just doing constant like improv shows and competitions within theater in high school and like I don't consider myself like a professional actor or anything like the only credit I have towards that is um I'm a member of uh ITS which is the International Thespian Society like I got a little uh doohickey card and all that with my name and stuff but that's about it uh I guess I just I don't know it's I I guess I just I'm I'm good at speaking confidently and I'm good at um getting the audience into what I want to say not that what I always say is always the best, but <laughs> it's um. I guess, I guess I'm good. I guess I'm pretty all right. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, so, um, in the in the theater realm, uh, what have some of been your uh, favorite uh, plays or parts that you uh, performed in?
1: Um, I I always have a heart, and it's weird because I really hate Shakespeare. Shakespeare is such a. It's it's boring. It really is. I really don't like Shakespeare. But that's reading Shakespeare. Performing Shakespeare is a whole another, uh, whole another beast, and is honestly one of the funnest things I've ever gotten to do. Which is, I got to do Midsummer's my junior year, and um, it was right after doing The Crucible as well. And I had lead parts in both. I was uh, John Proctor in Crucible, which, uh, which is a very depressing play, very, very uh, sad. And me as an actor, I get really into my character. So when I got finished doing that uh theater production, I was super like depressed and sad and just like and you know, and, and that is in accordance with also just a bunch of high school drama that was going on at the time. But after uh that fall play, we did the spring play which was Midsummer's and that gave me a whole new love for theater and performance and um and, and just being being an entertainer, because originally I wasn't even gonna audition for that play. I was done with theater. I was done performing. That's how bad The Crucible was. Uh, but then I, I off a hunch and off of a whim, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do Midsummer's, and it was one of the best decisions I ever did. Um, I guess uh, some of the other ones were I was Ralph in A Christmas Story, not Ralphie. You know, I was Ralph, the narrator. Yeah, which meant I had to be on stage the whole time. I learned about. 181 lines which if um, anyone, if anyone's ever done theater that's a pretty good amount of lines it's it's a it's a good amount and since I was a narrator I had to be on stage at all times I wasn't doing one of the whole being backstage gimmicks with a mic doing a voiceover narrator type stuff I was on stage saying the lines as stuff was happening so that was yeah. one of the hardest challenges I've ever had to do as an actor and made me a better performer by far and um, I guess the other, I, the last play I did was also one of my favorites was the 25th annual uh, Putnam County Spelling Bee, which is is just a ridiculous show because the especially the character I played, I don't remember his name, but it was pretty much a kid. It was pretty much a guy. He's the guy who says the word to the kid, and the kid has to spell it. And the kid's like, uh, "Can I have a definition?" Can I have a? Can you please use that in a sentence? Can you, you, you know, all that jazz? Yeah. And um, I, you know, I, I, I uh, fed him and stuff. And at one point during the play, I go out and I try to physically assault a child, which is always, you know, in, in the context of a comedy, funny. And, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. and that was just a really fun character to play because he was just such an aggro like beat up kind of guy and at one point, like I said, he tries tries going after a child and gets stopped by security. And I think why I think that's my favorite play that I've done um is because there's a a fight scene that I got to choreograph and me being a wrestling fan I already knew what to do. I was already all over that. I, I had someone slam my head against a table and throw me in the back, and I get stomped on. And I had to teach them how to do all the stuff from like what I saw in wrestling, which I had no idea what I was doing, but I saw it on TV, so I had a, an idea, you know. But um, it was just it was really fun to choreograph that whole fight scene in there.
0: Oh, cool, cool. All right, a couple things I wanted to touch on. You you mentioned that you have to. Um, it's you know reading Shakespeare is different than performing it you 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 say is that is that uh what I kind of looked at as you have to kind of understand what uh what uh you know Bill William was trying to say you know at that time what 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 was he trying to convey what what was the message of of the words is that is that what you were kind of kind of saying there
1: um to yeah, an I, extent yeah. i'm not i'm not that serious of an actor where like i try to going in depth with all the words and like try to get a meaning out of all that that's some like next level stuff yeah i'm more for so uh finding just the general emotion of it and trying to convey that to the audience because in my opinion i think that's what audience understand the most is emotion and that's something that we all can relate to like there's some points some parts in the play where I had no idea, I, I didn't have I had an idea, but I didn't have like the I had a gist of what my character was saying. I played Demetrius, by the way, and um I had like a gist of what I was saying, but it wasn't like it was it was kind of hard to convey that, but I knew the emotion. Mm-hmm. and I knew if I used a different tone in my voice and I gave off the physical facial looks that I needed to that the audience would understand what I was going for, right. so. That's what I meant like like performing Shakespeare is that Shakespeare was so good at being able to convey emotions and convey uh, what what the character is feeling. And so that that's what makes performing Shakespeare so much better than actually reading Shakespeare because if you just read Shakespeare, especially if it's just like an English class of a bunch of kids who don't want to be there reading Shakespeare,
0: mm-hmm. it is horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally agree. All right. And then, um, one other thing you had mentioned to me uh, offline is that you are also, uh, you know, looking into doing some, um, uh, you know, continuing on with the acting and, uh, maybe even, uh, you know, flexing your art- artistic mu- muscles and, uh, doing some directing, uh, anything uh, in the works that you got going on there or, you know, maybe eye- eyes on doing that.
1: um, No, there's nothing in works currently uh when i first moved to colorado uh i started writing and doing music and that was just from experiences like a little bit of experiences that i had back in arizona nothing big but um i just you know i started writing more music and writing more poetry and while that that's was that was pre-wrestling so that was kind of my outlet for me to artistically express myself before i actually got in the ring and started doing it that way um that's one avenue I want to go down. In terms of directing, I've had a couple I've had a couple directing things back in high school. I did a short film which unfortunately never saw the light of day cuz the USB drive that my editor had just vanished in the thin air. Oh. So, yeah, it was tragic. I was super sad. Like, I, we spent 3 weeks on that and it just it was gone. <laughs> just poof, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that was tragic. Uh, the one piece of work, though, that I do, and I'm really proud of it, even though you go back on it and it's super cringe. And uh, I don't mind, like, sharing it sharing with people. I think, honestly, it's funny. Uh, it's on YouTube if you want to ever look at it. It's Pro Wrestling Theater. And it was my senior-directed one act that I got to help produce, direct, write, and act in all at the same time. And it's about a half hour of theater in the world of wrestling coming into one. And it's 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 on like I said, it's on YouTube, all caps, pro wrestling theater. And that is one of my best works that I've done. And uh it was it was really cool at the time because that was I was that was at the peak of me like being like, Yeah, I wanna be a wrestler. After high school, I'm still gonna be a wrestler. And the <laughs> peak of me getting finished with theater. And so it was it was a story of uh it was a story of a guy in like the eighties. And uh, he's he's competing for the championship against Bobby Jack, which is like pre-Kip Rascal. That's like Kip Rascal before he was Kip Rascal, And um, they, which I played. And uh, yeah, and then they have a whole storyline, wrestling-esque shenanigans ensue. And betrayal, heartbreak, all that jazz, everything you love in pro wrestling that is also works in theater is in that play. Just not that well done because it's by a bunch of senior students and only one of them knew about wrestling. Everybody else had to like teach. I had to like teach him how to like – wrestle which i didn't know how to wrestle so i looked up youtube videos of how to wrestle <laughs> <laughs> it it looks like the worst indie show you've ever seen but in that same light that's what makes it so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay well um i don't know if you know this but there's a couple other um wrestlers in the uh, colorado area that also are
1: uh
0: thespians um on the side as have you uh, bumped into them in any any of those circles
1: um, there's a, there's one cat that I know, uh, is sweet Johnny Zudo. He's, um, I don't know how prominent he's on the Colorado wrestling scene, but he trains at Rocky mountain pro sometimes and he does improv in Colorado. And I think that's awesome. I've been wanting to, wanting to go to one of his improv, sh- uh, shows or classes and, you know, because it's been so long since I've done actual improv mm-hmm. that i feel like i'd be rusty but again like i do performances uh for rocky mountain pro so i don't think i would do too terribly but doing wrestling improv and doing actual improv is two different beasts um right sweet johnny zuto i know cody divine he did acting back yeah. in california yeah. he's done he's done a couple acting things which is cool um he was in a movie Not believe, too too yeah, he did a whole movie thing. Yeah, and I don't yeah. even I don't know what happened to that. I know he me- he mentioned to me a couple of times, but I don't I don't I don't really remember the full story about it. But I, think, I know he had like a movie thing.
0: I think I think it was done. I think it's called. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it's called Boxcar. Uh, so Cody, if you're listening to this, if I get that right, give me a thumbs up or something. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that.
0: Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. okay, so and then um also you had mentioned that you uh, do a little bit of uh, music here and there. Uh, what's what do you uh kind of uh tinker with there?
1: Uh, I've been trying to learn piano for like the past three years, and it's it's been an on and on again off again kind of thing because I love I love piano. I love listening to piano. I love watching people play the piano. I think it's just a beautiful instrument. At the same time, when I try playing piano, it's one of the most frustrating things in the world and I want to hit somebody over the head with a keyboard. That's why I do pro wrestling. <laughs> and uh, it's 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 just been one of those love-hate relationships. One day I'll be able to learn how to play piano, but so far all I know is how to do a little bit of um, you know, da. I don't even know. I think that's like Beethoven or something. <laughs> um that that is kind of like that's that's what I do for musician wise. I've also done drums before. Still not very good at it. I'd say my, my, my best range is vocal. I like being a vocalist. I love either rapping or singing, or doing like slam poetry type esque stuff. I think that's where my strong suit is, and uh, you know, I think that kind of comes out when I do performances because I, I do have I do have a good way of like you know changing the tone of my voice and being able to uh, being able to just be loud and convey an emotion and in music it's the same thing except for you have to sing sing it with uh like a tune and a tone and all that jazz so i I consider myself a vocalist more than anything but i would still love to do uh um actual musical instruments. i did play trumpet in middle school and i actually didn't do too bad i actually went out on the streets of prescott in arizona and made a hundred bucks playing street street gigs oh wow yeah and i was like
0: 12 <laughs> oh geez what what, uh, what? what were you hitting I don't up? Think
1: that's because i was uh, i don't think that's because i was uh, a good trumpet player though i think i was just kind of a cute fat kid oh like oh look at this guy trying here's no. a dollar what
0: uh <laughs> what uh what suckers were you getting were you getting out of a out of a like out of a game or something or just uh busy thoroughfare or what
1: it was, it was just, well, it, so if you go to Arizona and you go to Prescott, there's downtown square, which is always just, if you go on there on a weekend night, it's always just uh, crazy stuff's always going on. Uh, there's a, it's, there's a, the famous bar whiskey row, which is just a bunch of famous bars going down Prescott square. So there's always like tourism going on there. So I think it was just, um, and I wasn't the only street performer though. Okay. Like there's other street performers there. I think I was just the cutest cause I was a little chubby 11 year old kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny that's great i love it <laughs> all right okay well um kip uh before i i, I let you go here uh, people wanted to uh like hit up with you on uh social media you have any merch to plug and all that kind of good stuff like that
1: uh yeah uh on facebook you can follow me on kip rascal on Twitter, you can follow me at Kip Rascal, even though I'm not big on the Twitters so much. I'm still learning how to Twitter, the tweet, the all that. Uh, me and the bird don't get along all that great. <laughs> uh, Instagram, V-I-D-T-R-Y-S-T, Vidtrist. That's actually probably where I'm most prominent on in terms of social media. And um, uh, I guess I'll throw it out there. If you want to add me on Snapchat, Tristan, T-R-Y-S-T-I-N-L-A. Is where you can follow me on Snapchat. Just don't be a weirdo about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it is Snapchat after all. It is Snapchat, so I expect some weirdos. But if you cool, we cool. That's that's <laughs> bottom line. All right. And uh, do you oh, have oh, any right. in, any merch or what? Yeah, yeah. I only got one merch, unfortunately, and it's kind of outdated at this point. I'm getting. I want to get new T-shirts when I uh, when I return from injury. But you can get my t-shirt as well as other Rocky Mountain Pro Superstar t-shirts at Amazon.com either type in keyword Kip Rascal or Rocky Mountain Pro and you'll get a bunch of cool designs as well as mine, which is inspired by the infamous Porky the Pig cartoon pop out that everyone knows and loves.
0: Yep, exactly. I love it too. All right, cool. All right. Well, Kip, um, I appreciate you uh, coming on to this episode of Rocky Mountain Pro and listeners uh, keep an eye on uh, the Rocky Mountain Pro uh, Charged and other events and you'll see Kip, uh, all the time there. Uh, and uh, All the time. I ain't
1: going nowhere. Just because I got a broken clavicle yep. don't mean I don't got a broken mouth. I can still talk my way into a ring, if you know what I mean.
0: Yep, exactly. All right. Well, once again, thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Once again, a big thank you to Arizona's favorite son, K-I-P-P, Kip Rascal, for coming on to this episode of RMP Radio and letting all the listeners get to know a little bit more about the person behind the facade of Kip Rascal. Uh, before we go, let's pay some bills like we used to do and say back in the day. Uh, if you want to support your uh, favorite uh, Rocky Mountain Pro superstars, uh, you can, of course, buy pictures and shirts from them in person at any of the shows. Or if you head up to Amazon and search for Rocky Mountain Pro, or, you know, in this case, Kip Rascal, and you will find the merchandise there. Or you can just go up to RMPWrestling.com, click on the merch link, And you will find them as well. Upcoming events for this week. uh, We have charged uh, Thursday nights and every Thursday night for the most part. uh, From the Jefferson County Fairground in the quarry in historic, beautiful Golden, Colorado. You can get your tickets in person on site. Of course, pay a little bit more if you buy them the day of. But if you want to get them a day before and save yourself a little bit of cash... Go up to rmpwrestling.com and click on the events link and you will find the uh, list of upcoming events from there. Also this week on uh, Friday, we have Respect Women's Wrestling. And that is uh, on uh, the 20th at 8pm from Herman's Hideaway. You can get uh, tickets there uh, from rmpwrestling.com. You can purchase... Uh, Link uh, the from the link there as well $15 pre-sale $18 the day of got all kinds of great uh, women um, from the local area and uh, visiting from out of town as well Uh, Then uh, in the horizon. I just wanted to uh, Give you guys a heads up. Uh, Great American Beer Festival is happening in Denver from October 3rd through the 5th. And Rocky Mountain Pro Live is going to have an event at the Rack House Pub on October 3rd at 9 p.m. So keep that in the horizon as well. should be a good time. Uh, I personally do not have any uh, specific details of what could be happening yet. But uh, let's just say the Rack House Pub events are not to be missed because there's always going to be something special happening there. Uh, so if you guys want to watch us, uh, of course, you can attend any of the shows if you are in the local area or just happen to be visiting the uh, Denver, Colorado metropolitan area. Uh, if you want to, uh, you know, watch us online, you can, of course, uh, with uh, Fight TV TV. You can get us on twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. You can visit, uh, watch the shows on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro. On our Facebook page at uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. And uh, impactplus.tv as well. You want to follow us on social media. Everything stems from rmprrestling.com and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they all are of the name The Rocky MTN Pro. So that's The Rocky Mike Tingo November Pro. So hey, want to thank you all for listening to RMP Radio where pro wrestling is elevated.